Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. All right, we're on stadium starting 20 minutes from now. We'll start welcoming in great guests to the show. Adam Chernoff, Connor Allen, Joey Kanish will join us over the stadium two hours. Evan Silva from Establish the Run to start the Power Hour at 6 o'clock Eastern. And then the Power Hour, we'll give you all our bets for tonight. NHL, NBA, college hoops, and then side total and props for the Saints and the Rams on Thursday night football. This is a pretty like, fun night in sports coming up. i got a lot of hockey games and... Is this going to be like the last one of the last Thursdays of the year in the NBA where we have like a million NBA games tonight? Obviously precipitated yeah. by by Christmas, by Christmas and needing right. like to get all these games in. But like normally you look at the Thursday NBA slate and it's like two or three games. It's like nine games tonight or something. Like it's it's awesome. So it's gonna be a really great sports night tonight. Very much looking forward to it. Um, so the guests start in twenty minutes with our friend um, Adam. Turn off. But for now, because uh, we did NBA MVP last segment with Joel Embiid as the new favorite in the betting market. Now let's do NFL awards, P-squared, B-squared, NFL awards, as we stand on the precipice of Week 17 in professional football. And we'll begin, Jake, bring the music up with MVP. Uh, We're Brock Purdy, minus 225. After Purdy nuked the Cardinals last weekend, four touchdown passes. Brock Purdy now minus 225. San Francisco back to a five-and-a-half-point home favorite on Christmas night against Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Lamar is 6-1. to Maybe, maybe, uh... The market for that game will match his price, and it'll be six by the time we hit kickoff. Lamar, six. Christian McCaffrey is now the third choice in the market, so Purdy's teammate in the San Francisco backfield. Christian McCaffrey, seven to one. Dak Prescott, after the Cowboys got slammed by the Bills, nine to one. Josh Allen, obviously Buffalo quarterback who slammed Dallas last week. Allen is 10. I skipped a couple names, and I just wanted to mention that Tyree Kill is 30-1. to 1. So I skipped Mahomes, I skipped Hurts, maybe one other. Um, but I think this is kind of like the list that we're dealing with here, yes. just in case you know Tyreek goes nuclear down the stretch. Could he yep. ever be in contention? Probably not, but figured it was worth at least bringing up here. So Purdy, Lamar, McCaffrey, Dak, Allen, a couple more names, and then Tyreek Hill. Ken, where do we stand right now heading into Week 16? Most valuable player, where Brock Purdy, a big, big favorite in this market. Yeah, uh, and got, I mean, like he he got the perfect run out, uh, played amazing, uh, which was, that part was easy to predict. They were a big favorite against the Cardinals, talk about how his price was likely to drop, but got the absolute ideal run out from everybody else. Like, Lamar wins, but the stats aren't very good. Dak and Allen both play, they both stink. Allen wins by a lot, but the numbers are terrible for both, and Tyreek doesn't play. And it's like the it's the ideal run out for this is why you had such a big price shift, obviously. You needed all those things to happen. I guess you could throw in like Jalen Hurts losing Monday night, but like he's an irrelevant part of the conversation. You're never gonna win. Um so you're right to kind of bring up like five players, basically, something like that, that have a chance to win, maybe six with Tyreek. Uh here's kind of where I'm at right now. And I'd rather not even get into specific like if you did this, then the like I think we're all in different places right now in terms of like what we have and who we bet and whatever. Uh up to today, kind of like and, and just like thinking about more the last few days, I think where we're at is um and I I think Purdy's the most likely winner. Uh how much is he the most likely winner? I guess is like the part that I struggle with. Is this is this as simple as they win, beat Baltimore, uh it's over. Nothing else can happen. Uh, I think that's possible. This is the part that I struggle with a little bit. I think it's possible that that's the case. And if that's true, and if you think that's true, then basically his price in San Francisco's money line in the game should kind of almost be the same thing, really. Where it's like, and it's kind of, we're getting there really fast, by the way. Where it's like, if they win, 
like trying to create a scenario where they like well they could win and he could play like crap be like well yeah but how often is that happening like i, I guess you could get that but that's like a tough very narrow band of results like well what if McCaffrey runs for 200 yards and Purdy does nothing like were they going to beat Baltimore without being true like really like I think well, he has to play just, at least pretty well can I Go toss ahead. one thing out there only because like and look like they're going to be a huge favorite in this game like I can't see them losing the game but it's like win this game and then be at Washington in week 17 and then like they clinch home field because they're a game up on both Philadelphia right. and Dallas and they beat both of them head to head so like once, yeah. and then he probably won't play in week eighteen, and then he just kind of like you week put eighteen your feet never up, right? matters. MVP is like always decided by week eighteen, like literally never matters for anything. It's like we so always like know what's going to happen at this point. It's so like you're right, basically just win on Monday because the implication is they're going to be Washington. I just wanted to say that that they they win that game and they get right. home field because yeah. they'll be massive favorites. In the is there? I I wonder if there's a if there's a look ahead market for the game. Do you want to try to guess what it is? Um, well, they're on the road, right? So I'll I'll say yeah. Oh, yeah. Is is it fourteen? Is the question thirteen and a half? Yeah, it's right like now. somewhere. Yeah, I guess I like what? San Francisco. I was yeah. gonna say, man, would never bet Washington at that number. Only San how many Francisco. How many points are they gonna score in that game? Fifty, minimum. Um, well, it depends. Like, what's the score at the end of the third quarter? Because that's when everyone's like, leaving the game. That's not Week 18. Like, they're gonna need. They're gonna. They're gonna want that game. They're gonna yep. want, and they're gonna want to win so they don't have to play in the next week. And they're gonna want it so they can win as many awards as possible. Like they're gonna like you think they're gonna try to get Purdy MVP if he like wins this game and they're going. I mean, come on, like come on. And they're gonna so, get anyway. two weeks off basically. Like if they if they have home yeah. field, don't play week eighteen, and then they have the. I mean, God, historically good team. Like I, again, like it, it feels like that side of things is very uh, not certain, but very likely. Uh, you have a very likely result on one side, and then who knows on the other side that that the AFC part of it's going to be really fun. I think so. I think it's you know starting to seem just. I think what the, my uh, confusion and the reason why it seems like I'm not as like bullish on like it's just a wrap or he's going to win or whatever is just like so much noise right now, and not noise from like first take or something, you know, where they just like make up things to get angry about, like noise from just like everyone who talks about the league about not basically wanting to give the award to someone else and mostly skill position players to be perfectly honest and just like but i think what i have to remember is okay like all that noise is like very much there and there's a lot of examples this week of a lot of segments and uh in which it was like okay purdy could win but like shouldn't mccaffrey win or shouldn't josh allen win or whatever what i have to kind of remember is those interviews and we've even had guests on the show steve berline yesterday a good example they always end with but I mean, Brock Purdy's going to win because it's like a quarterback award and he's the best. It's always like a lot of noise and then like a like a resignation that that's kind of what's going to happen. And that's what you see in the betting market. So do I think like, I don't think I'm as bullish as everyone else, but I would like freely admit it would be hard for me to craft a case for someone else if the Niners beat Baltimore. It's like, that's a really tough case to make if that happens. So I think where we're at really is an argument about what happens if Baltimore wins. I think that's the only fun part that's left for me right now, the way I think about it. And just like, you know, I know you've texted people, Nick, and I've talked to a lot of people. I think just like San Francisco beats Baltimore, like he's the very likely winner and the odds will reflect that. And his price kind of reflects that too. And then it's kind of like, all right, well, if Baltimore wins, then I think you have what I would I called chaos to a couple people earlier today, which is there'll be a strong case for Lamar Jackson in the moment because they will have just won the game. Now, will that carry through to the voting two weeks later? We're not really sure. Lamar's numbers are really bad versus the other candidates in terms of just raw output. Um, so you can try to gloss that up, but that's kind of what it is. They'll be the one seed. Um, is it Josh Allen if they go win, win, win? 
is a Dak if they beat Miami and beat Detroit next week, which is like two huge games where he, yeah, again, has a chance to get back into it, but only, I think, if Purdy loses. So I think that's where we're at right now. I actually think it got way simpler um, just talking to more and more people and like consuming all the stuff that's out there where everyone wants to be kind of mad that it's Brock Purdy. And that's where a lot of the noise is coming from. But I think everyone's kind of resigned to the idea that, yeah, like this, this makes the most sense. And, uh, and that's why the betting market is what it is. And I think it, it's, it ends up kind of reflecting like a San Francisco money line price in what would be like the clinching game for him. You better, you better here with Nick and Ken on a Thursday talking most valuable player right now in the National Football League. And just, uh, I'm just getting, I just want to get the exact price of BetMGM. The Niners are minus 250 to win on Monday night on the money line, five and a half in the game on the point spread. And Purdy, like we said, minus 225 at BetMGM. And I see people like tweeting this week, just like on Purdy. Um, do you think like where he was drafted kind of like hurts, hurts his perception? Duh. I mean, I would just offer this historical example, and then we can talk about, like, what if Baltimore wins on Monday night. Like, Tom Brady is a six-round pick in 2000, since his rookie year. Comes in week two in 2001, the Mo Lewis famous hit on Drew Bledsoe. Brady literally leads them to the second seed in the AFC playoffs. Went back when they were two buys, one of the two buys. They beat the Raiders in the tuck rule game. Go to Pittsburgh in the AFC championship game, and, like, everyone for Ken, you'll remember this, you're a Patriots fan. Yeah. Like, I don't know uh, how many people remember that this happened. Brady literally got hurt during the AFC championship game. Yep. Drew Bledsoe came in and like won the game. And there was actually yeah, a, Patton, a touchdown. And there's a, yeah, right. And I think David Patton caught so many of those big touchdowns yeah. for the Patriots that year. And that literally like the whole talk going into the Super Bowl was should he start Bledsoe after everything Brady had done? So it's like Purdy's yeah. working. Of course it's because Bowl? of where he was drafted. And a half? More, oh, they were more than in the Super 13? Bowl against the Rams? Like 13, 13 and a half or 14. Yeah. yeah right. That Super Bowl against the Rams. So, just, of course, it's where he was drafted. Purdy was the second pick in the draft. Like, what would he be right now if he were the second pick in the draft to win MVP? Well, what we First said pick in the earlier draft. this week. What if he was Mahomes? What if he was Josh Allen and had these numbers? It would, you wouldn't even have the discussion. You'd be discussing another award on the show this week, on every show, not just ours. So, yeah, I totally agree with you on that. So, I think that's where I'm at on it. Uh, I think the sad part is just... This was like a really fun betting conversation for several weeks. And now the market feels really dead. It just feels really dead because now... But if the Ravens win, it is fun, right? Because then there's like a couple different things right. that could happen, but, right? But if the Ravens about, win on Monday. Think about like what a narrow band of probabilities that is, right? That's like 30% of the outcomes are now interesting and 70% are uninteresting. Like the awards are very fun to bet into when they are not directly tied to like one game result two game result at the end of a season because then they get really easy to price like if you know if the if the texans and colts both win out and all the other coach of the year candidates lose the game then coach of the year should kind of be a two-way with whatever the colts texans prices in week 18 because the winner of that game might win the division those that winner like if you get the certain set of results then the awards market becomes lame it becomes just like a fake game market almost and that's kind of i feel like that's actually kind of what's happened here so look like purdy wins I, I get my money back should i have hedged way more on him and balanced it yeah maybe I don't know. I, I kind of go back and forth on what the right call was in the moment. Easy to say yes now, no question about that. Um, so yeah, I don't know. But it, it just, it feels like it's gotten way less interesting. And yeah, maybe maybe there's a conversation about if, if Ravens win. But like, I don't even know what my answer to that would be right now. Like certainly not, I, I certainly wouldn't bet anything right now assuming that's going to happen. Well, let's, we'll talk about that a little later in the show. And I guess like something, and look, like this is not me making a case like to thread the needle of Niners winning on Monday and Purdy plays bad. But like, 
I, you could have a game easily where McCaffrey goes for 200 all scrimmage, all purpose yards, scores three touchdowns in the game. So I guess like the interesting thing here, right? If we think we like San Francisco in the game, what if McCaffrey is the star of the next two games? Like what? I like, can McCaffrey. I think that's like kind of like the interesting thing, right? Is can McCaffrey catch Purdy? Um, and maybe we'll we'll touch on that a little later. Maybe it's an easy answer. Maybe not. We'll talk about that a little later in the show. Hour one done. Hour two for you coming up on the other side. We will start getting picks for Week 16 in the National Football League with our good pal, Adam Chernoff. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.